On today's show, we talk James Harden, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Paul. We talk a little bit about the NFL, and we discuss how Lonzo Ball looks early. I, I was disappointed after the first game. I, I really was. He played like crap, and it, it just wasn't. I didn't. I, I expected more out of him. He got a triple double, but the dude is shooting 25% from the field. 12.5%, 13% from three-point range. So even though he got a triple-double, he was 2 for 15 one night, and then he was 5 for 13 the next night. From the three-point range, he was 1 for 11 one night, and then he was 1 for 5 the next night. Uh, so even though he got the triple-double, I mean, it wasn't impressive. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am Oenyi. What's going down, Trey? Not much, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Doing good. Good, good man. One day closer to NFL season starting. I can't wait. M- me either. But you know I got to give a shout out to Cowboy Nation, Laker Nation. We're back, baby. You, you knew that was coming. But before, every single time, every time, man, every time. But this, I, I want to give another shout out to somebody else. So, man, we've got, you know, approaching you know, one month into this thing, right? And we've gotten some pretty loyal listeners, and one of the gentlemen uh, who's been paying close attention to us, giving us a bunch of props online and helping us out. His name is Clem Sermons. He actually owns Ten Arrows CrossFit in San Antonio, Texas. So okay. himself and a lot of people that are going there uh, have heard about us, uh, actually posted on his Facebook page. So I want to give him a shout-out to Ten Arrows CrossFit. Keep doing what you guys are doing, helping out our firefighters, getting them you know, in shape, keeping them busy. But thank you for listening to the show, Clem, uh, and Ten Arrows CrossFit, man. I wanted to give a shout-out to him. Oh, yeah. Always a pleasure to have firefighters listen to our show. No doubt. I just, if only I could make them. See, Clem, I know Clem is a, he's a Cowboys fan. He's a Spurs fan too, so you wouldn't like him either way. <laughs> uh, but if we could just make more firefighters Cowboys fans, I think this world would be a better place. I think I disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything bad about firefighters or anything like that. I just can't. They're courageous, man. Like, I love what they do, and that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I want to give shout outs to them, but I'm not that brave. Right. Like, I admire them. Like, I'm mm-hmm. jealous that they're that brave. I'm not that brave, man. Right. I'm not that brave. Unless it's like your family or something. You'll jump in there in a heartbeat, right? Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So, James Harden recently, he signs the biggest contract in NBA history. $228 million dollars. Through 2023. Are the Rockets going to regret this? Absolutely. Is there a question about that? Is there really, really a question about that? Can you name anybody, anybody who's, one, got paid that much money, and they can, they can only play one side of the court? He is a terrible defender, okay? I like James Harden. I like James Harden a lot. But he's a terrible defender. He chokes, but you know where that comes into play. 
<laughs> and I see the, I see the look on your face. <laughs> I see the look on your face. Go ahead and finish your statement. But think, man. think about what he did in that playoff series. What he did in that playoff series to me, the Rockets, they should have waited. They should have waited. That was the largest contract extension in the history of professional sports for somebody who got his shot blocked by Manu Ginobili. Man, I mean, that's probably Manu's highlight play maybe of his um, luxurious career. And James one Harden, of them, one, one of, them. of them, one of them. Definitely one that will be on his highlight tape. And James Harden, could, he couldn't finish the deal. And I don't think, I mean, he's, he's not proven anything yet. What has he proven? He's proven that he's a great scorer. But, you know, this goes back to everything that's happening with all these other professional basketball players. I think the Rockets' mindset is we want to keep our superstar and we want to keep him a Houston Rocket for life. The only other superstar I can think of right now that is playing with their team and has continued to help their team for a long period of time is Dirk Nowinski. That's the only one I can think of that's playing right now. All the other superstars, even LeBron, is thinking about leaving Cleveland. Where's he going to go? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows where he's going to go? But I think the Rockets, I think they want to make sure they keep their superstar happy and they, they want to make sure that they that he knows that they want him there. So they're going to do whatever they can to keep him happy and keep him in Houston. Yeah, but with that for that amount of money, I mean, right, right now, James Harden, I'm not taking James Harden over Kawhi Leonard. I'm not taking James Harden over Kevin Durant. I'm not taking him over LeBron James. I'm not taking him over Russell Westbrook. I'm not taking him over Steph Curry. I'm not taking James Harden over any of those guys. Any of them. He's not he's not even the best defender on his team. And Patrick Beverly left. He's not I mean, for what? Why give him that amount of money? Three, four years down the line, we'll be looking at this contract and saying how minuscule it was. So I do think that we're kind of too focused on the contract. I don't really think it's that big of a deal. Yes, it is the biggest contract in NBA history, but later on, we'll look at it like it was nothing. They're just trying to keep their superstar happy. We don't want James Harden to leave the organization. It's very, very hard to get a superstar. (laughs) No, to get a superstar, keep them happy, and keep them on that team. Like I said, besides Dirk Nowinski, a major superstar does not stay in the same organization for a very long time. Kobe Bryant did it. Kobe Bryant did it, but Tim Kobe Bryant, not, he's not in the league anymore. Tim Duncan Not in the league anymore. Both men are not in the league anymore. So they do it. They do it, and they've taken – Dirk just took a two-year, $10 million contract to stay with his team, and I know James Harden is much better than Dirk right now. He's got a lot more time, a lot more gas left in the tank. But James Harden is not. That's like when Joe Flacco got his his contract. Like, what? Excuse, but, it's, but it's the same thing, though. It's but, very hard to find a But Flacco's bald in the playoffs. Yeah, but he, it's very hard to find a franchise quarterback for your team. If you find a franchise quarterback for your team, you're going to try to do whatever you can to keep that person happy. Look at Washington Redskins and Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins may not be the best quarterback in the league, May not even be top 10, but he's good enough. And so the Washington Redskins should try to do anything they can to keep him happy and keep him in Washington. Same thing with Flacco. Same thing with Harden. It is very, very hard to find a superstar in the NBA today 
keep them happy and keep them on your team. Without a superstar, your team has no chance of doing anything. I agree, but you've got another, you've got another superstar now in Chris Paul. Okay, he's thirty-two. We'll talk. We'll t- thirty-three. We'll, I'm sure we'll be talking about Melo really soon. But James Harden is not that dude. He is not that guy. And so all I'm saying is that anyway, I know Otto Porter's Otto Porter's getting like twenty-five million. So for James Harden to get a little bit more than Otto Porter, I get that. But where are the Rockets going to stand now? How, what what are the, you said? Chris Paul's what thirty-two, thirty-three. Paying Harden that much. Where are they going to have the money to sign another superstar? Because right now, Harden and Paul ain't going to get you over the hump. That might get you to the second round of the playoffs. So where's the money going to come from to to do anything else? I'm not the one that crunches the numbers. I'm not the oh, one that okay. does that. All I know is that is my my thought process. This is the idea that they have of what they're trying to do in this situation. If I was the GM, I wouldn't pay him that much money either. That's a lot of money. I'm just, But I'm thinking that they want to keep James Harden around. And what's the best way to show someone that they're loved? You paid them. So they're 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 cool with winning division championships. Because this isn't they they couldn't beat the they couldn't beat the Spurs last year. They yeah. they should have they should have put the Spurs away and they couldn't. I agree. And they couldn't. I, they were the better team. When I watched that series through the first four games, they looked like the better team to me. But they couldn't close it out. Behind, and who was their leader? James Harden, absolutely, all the way. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, what I think they're doing is they're showing confidence in James Harden. They're telling him, by doing this, they're telling him, we know you're the leader of the team. You're the best player on our team. We want you to continue to be that. We're going to live and die by you. So we're going to give you all this money. Go ball. Right. And I'm and I'm a fan of loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. I get that. I'm not quoting Kendrick Lamar, but I'm a friend. I, I, I get that, but I, I think that a lot of the superstars who've decided that you know what, forget this, I'm out. This was a contract extension. He was not a free agent. He right, was not a right, pending. Right. This was a contract extension. So this is a huge commitment by the Rockets. I just think that they showed their hand too early. They how should. long? How long did it take Dirk to get a championship? Oh, a long time. He won it in what 2011. He's 20 years in now, so 11, 12 years, something like that. There were some whispers before he actually won a championship about whether or not the Mavericks could win a championship with Dirk. And Mark Cuban has been very, very loyal to Dirk Nowitzki. Not for $10 million. I think that was Dirk Nowitzki's. That's the deal that he made. I don't know if Mark Cuban was really – I mean, he's going to accept it. Okay, okay, that's what you want to do, then fine. But, you know, that's a different story. All I'm saying is that it took Dirk – a very long time to get that championship. But during that time span, Mark Cuban and the marriage organization, they were confident that he can get them there. And I think the Rockets are trying to show the same thing with James Harden. They feel like they're confident that James Harden is the man. That's the man that's going to get them there. And they're going to show some loyalty towards him by paying him. Okay. Let me ask you this. James Harden had, not even arguably, he had his best season of his career last year. How much confidence do the Rockets really have in this man if they went out and got an all a Hall of Fame point guard to play alongside him, to take the ball out of his hand? I think that's the point, though. They realize what they did in getting Chris Paul. D'Antoni, uh, Maury, all those guys, they like, okay, we brought in Chris Paul, but this doesn't mean anything towards you, James Harden. You're still the man here. In order to show you that, we're going to pay you. We brought Chris Paul To in, take the ball out of your hands. 
to help you, <laughs> to help you grow as a player. Okay. And if he doesn't realize that, they're trying to show him that by paying him more money. Okay. And if that doesn't – so what – makes that worthwhile what makes that a success what makes that a good decision well we, we won't know yet no i mean like how many wins like how many wins where where, where do they need to go in the playoffs because they're not going to beat the warriors let's just get that out of the way the team that they have right now is not good enough to beat the warriors it's probably not good enough to beat san antonio still um with their recent acquisitions and i'm struggling to see if that will be enough for them to beat a team like oklahoma city right now i'm just being honest i agree with you I can see the Rockets being, at best, a third seed next year. You have the Warriors, then you have the Spurs, OKC, and the Rockets are going to be battling for that fourth spot. And then we have other sleeper teams that might excel to that uh, third or fourth spot as well. So a successful season or what makes it worth it, you have to be looking at least conference finals. Okay. At the very least. In a championship by 2023? Because that's what his contract's good through, right? 2022, It depends on what's going on in, in Oakland with the, the Golden State Warriors. It really just does. Because mm-hmm. right now, all the teams are measuring themselves by how well they do against the Golden State Warriors. No one expects any team in the NBA right now to just beat the Golden State Warriors in the seven-game series. It's just not going to happen. Even if the Rockets somehow find a way to get Carmelo Anthony, they still might be at best the third seed. In the West. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I could see They that. can compete with the San Antonio Spurs. It will be a pretty good series, I think, if if Carmelo comes to play and he has his head in the game, he doesn't clash with D'Antoni, and Chris Paul comes to play and he meshes well with Harden, they can beat the San Antonio Spurs in seven. They can. And they can, they can give Golden State some fits. They're a contender. Fine. But wait, 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 with, wait. With, with Carmelo oh, okay. and all those things going together, they, they will be Ooh. a contender. Not right now. With okay. this Chris Paul and Harden, they're not contenders. It's just not going to happen. You know, so best case scenario, what will make it worth it is a conference finals. And that's with or without Carmelo Anthony. And him not disappearing in the playoffs again? Who are you talking about? Chris Paul, no, Harden, Harden, or Carmelo? Harden. <laughs> <laughs> because they all, I mean... Those those three people. It's gonna be very interesting. Do you think Chris Paul disappears in the playoffs? He's never made it past the second round of the playoffs. But, that, but this is a team sport, right? It is. So I, I'd be curious to see what Chris Paul's playoff numbers are well, compared to James Harden. This is the thing about those three players. I have to be hard on Chris Paul, maybe more so than any of those other players. Why? Because Chris Paul is known as a great leader. He is. And if you're known as a great leader. You should be able to get your teams past the second round of the playoffs. Have you seen what that man has done? No, I'm I'm not debating that. All I'm saying is that I'm hardest on him. If Harden, if Harden's career ends today and he never wins a championship, um whatever. If Carmelo's career ends today and he never wins a championship, hmm. But if Chris Paul's career ends today and he does not win a championship, he's still a Hall of Famer. That's sure. But I'm going to be hardest on him. I'm pretty sure he's going to be hard on himself as well. Because I feel like Chris Paul thinks I should be a champion. I don't know if Harden and Carmelo Anthony really seriously think they should be champions. Or if they're playing the game to be champions. I know for a fact Chris Paul wants to be a champion in this league. So let me, 
You know, I, I question that. And I'd love to ask Chris Paul to his face if that's really what he wants to do. Because if he really wanted to be a champion, why would he come to Houston? Well, what are his other options? San Antonio? San, I don't know if it will work in San Antonio. Why? I think Chris Paul, like a lot of athletes, not only do they want to win, they want to win a certain way. If Chris Paul goes to San Antonio, the way they play offense, Chris Paul is not going to dominate the ball as much. Who is? Oh, he's not. They pass the ball around in San Antonio. Right. I don't know if you've seen San Antonio ball. Oh, I've seen him. I've seen him. I've <laughs> they, seen him a lot. They pass the ball around. When Chris Paul is on a team, he dominates the ball. He's the one that makes his decisions. He facilitates everything. And I think that's what he wanted. And Houston was the best bet. So what is he? So James Harden isn't going to score without the ball in his hands. James Harden isn't going to be, you know, sitting out there outside the three point line waiting to shoot. He's not. He's not the Ryan Anderson or J.J. Redick or Trevor Ariza who can just sit out there on the wing and wait for a pass and jack up a three. James Harden's going to want the ball in his hands too. I think Chris Paul, LeBron James, players like that make players around them better. And I think that if James Harden is patient with Chris Paul, Chris Paul is going to find a way to make James Harden a better basketball player. So like, oh, you mean patient like he was in OKC? Who, James Harden? Yeah. Well, James Harden didn't leave because he wanted to. OKC traded him because they didn't want to pay him. Right. Well, it, he wasn't. But he wanted that. He wanted more of a. He wanted more of a role there as well. But when you got Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, OKC made the right decision to do that. No, OKC did not make the right decision. If they had to get rid of one of those guys, they got rid of the right one. Well, they did it a year too early. Yeah, they, they should have waited. They I agree with waited. you. They should have waited. So I can I cannot put right decision at <laughs> OKC in the same sentence. I just cannot do it. Hey, man, they stole Paul George from the NBA. They they stole him from the grasp of every other NBA team out there. No, he, I don't think he was stolen. I think Indiana just gave him away. No, well, I called the, <laughs> I called the cops from Texas and told them that this was a, that they stole him. That was crazy. But I I can't wait to. I mean, I know it's still July. I know it's July, and NFL training camp is right around the corner. But this basketball talk it just still intrigues me. Yeah, it's very intriguing. Yeah, it's it's really intriguing to see how all these pieces are going to mesh. You have Gordon Hayward going to the Boston Celtics. That's going to be intriguing too. Yeah, you might you might be looking at the the end of LeBron's reign going to the final. I don't. I mean, I, I think that they're in. I think the Cavs are in trouble. And I think the crazy part is when you see someone like Chauncey Billups turn down that gig. You see someone like. Paul George, Jimmy Butler, not get traded to, to, to what many thought was just an obvious, it was a done deal. It was a done deal. Like, they were going to get one of those two. And then what really did it for me, when Jamal Crawford became a free agent, calls LeBron, allegedly, talks with LeBron about going to Cleveland, and then the next day signs a contract with the Minnesota Timberwolves, that's a problem. That's a problem. So Believe Land got some issues. And I think it's bigger than LeBron because – I, I'll be very shocked if both him and Kyrie Irving are in Cavs uniforms this time next summer. I'd be really shocked if that, which opens up the door for Boston. Now, a lot of superstars did defect West. Um, they come to play some better basketball out West, which I think is going to cause a problem for the NBA. Um, so I think the diluted, watered-down playoffs that we saw, we're going to see it again. Uh, the Western Conference would be legit, but the NBA Finals, I don't think, would be very interesting. But LeBron James and Kyrie Irving are in trouble in Cleveland. 
You don't think Boston can can give the Warriors a run for their money? No. I don't I don't either. Yeah, I th- I think if they could have kept Avery Bradley maybe, but I think he was going to be gone too. But defensively, yeah. Gordon Hayward's not a bad defender. But without losing that defensive-minded person, I think that's going to hurt. I yeah. think it's going to hurt them. Um Marcus Morris is good, but he's I mean, that'll help them, but I think that was a Losing Bradley hurt, but for what they gained, I don't think that they're any worse. I think getting Morris was a good idea, a good pickup for them. Danny Ainge has been on his on his game, and then I saw a stat that like project they're projected to have like the first and third pick again next year, right? Right. Through right. trades and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're going to be good for a long time. Yeah, they'll, they'll be back. Yeah, Danny Ainge has been questioned a lot about the decisions he's to be making. But in the long run, he might get the last laugh. Absolutely. It seems like. so. He's stacking those picks, man. And I think th- those could easily turn into um, bigger bigger names. And I don't know that any superstar from the West will go back East. But, I mean, I think next summer's free agency period is going to be ridiculous again. And we're going to see some guys make a move. And Boston it will be in position to get another player next year, which is crazy. So LeBron and Kyrie are going to be free agents mm, next year. I'm pretty sure. Westbrook also? And Russell Westbrook. Wow. Well, what, Russ, Is he? Westbrook, I think, has a player option. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Westbrook's not a, like a free agent. I'm pretty sure he has a, a player option. But that free agency class of 2018 is ridiculous. And it's going to be – we're going to go through this all over again. And But I think, depending on how things plan out this summer – um, I think we're going to see mo- some people possibly get traded during the season because they're not going to be losing these players for nothing. No one's going back yeah. home. Yeah. No one's going back home. So That's I, the I, Kevin I, Durant effect right there. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. It's not him, man. It was He made the right decision. He made the right decision. So I, I'm not mad at him. But when you got players like, you know, Derrick Rose still hasn't been signed by anybody. Yeah, what's going on with that? I mean, like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I don't get it. Like, the, the where he's fallen from is crazy. But MVP. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's still available. Right. And he's not even considered the best player available. But Russell Westbrook, um, Chris Paul's a free agent again next summer, uh, depending on what happens there. Isaiah Thomas is a free agent next summer. Marcus Smart's a free agent next summer. Uh, Tony Parker, but, you know, he's done. Uh, so I think those alone, those players alone, Lou Williams, Austin Rivers, uh, Corey Joseph, who was just involved in another trade recently, like those players are free agents. And I think that we're we're in for a treat because that's going to be something else that like, oh, we're going to go through this all over again um, next summer. So some of those names that uh, we talked about in addition to, you know, the other players that are free agents, it's going to be crazy. Dwayne Wade, J.J. Reddick, Brooke Lopez, um, it's a ton of them. Monroe Cousins, um, it's Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, Trevor Booker, Trevor Ariza, Avery Bradley, Jabari Parker. It's crazy that a number of people. Andrew Wiggins um, is a free agent again next summer. So my main man Swaggy P. Shout out to the Golden State Warriors. I'm gonna have to get a Swaggy P jersey too. I'm gonna wear that in here <laughs> if you don't mind. Oh gosh! Yeah, so it's going to be interesting, man. But I think we've got a we're going to have a we're going to have a work cut up for us. They're going to keep us busy for a long time. How do you think uh, San Antonio and Rudy Gay is going to work out? If this was two years ago, I think it would be great. Uh, it was a good pickup for them. I think San Antonio Spurs fans, sorry, Clem and the rest of y'all, but I think they're they're like glad we got somebody. But if Rudy Gay could play 
if he could be a shadow of himself, I think he'd be okay. They don't need a lot from him. They need about yeah, that's not, they need about fourteen, fifteen, exactly six, seven rebounds, something like that. I they think don't he'll need feel a lot. well. I think he feel well with San Antonio. Yeah, especially since they don't need really need a lot from him. I don't know what they're going to do about Lamarcus Aldridge. I don't that's know if he's going to stay there or not. I can't see how anybody would want to leave the organization like that. But I guess things weren't working out. He's not getting the ball enough but or if, whatever. Yeah, but if he said what he said and he's not happy as a Spurs organization, do you want him there? Do you want him there? Are you just going to make him play and he, knowing he's unhappy? I mean, Paul Gasol took a, you know, wanted to restructure his deal and they're going to sign it back, but Powell might not even get the amount of money that he wanted to now based on what the Spurs need and, and what their roster looks like. I think now they've got like 12 people on the contract, which is great for them, but I just don't see that. I mean, they got decisions to make with like Jonathan Simmons, who they need to resign, um, Deadman, they need to resign. Uh, they're in trouble. I mean, if they don't get some of these key pieces back to to get to where they were last year, especially with a team like the Rockets, you know, improving. Chris Paul's going to make that team better, period. Uh, and they were already good. Um, if James Harden only play defense, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> but OKC's gotten better. You know, if these teams keep getting better, teams like the Spurs can't do it. Who knows when Tony Parker's getting back? Manu Ginobili. They don't know what the deal is with Manu. Are they going to sign him or not? You're going to sign. Do you, you sign Manu? And then let Jonathan Simmons go or let Deadman go because you want to be loyal to Manu? Or do you let Manu test out free agency and sign someplace else? Would you like to see Manu as a rocket? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You know, coming off that bench. Yeah, sure. With that Euro step. Uh, we have two great Euro take, steppers. Don't say great Euro steppers. <laughs> you take Manu, you take Manu in a rocket jersey? Fine, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anything's possible now. Anything's possible. Now. If you can see LeBron James in the Lakers jersey, yes, I can. Then I can see Manu in the Rockets jersey. But LeBron James ain't—he's never beat the Lakers. He's never put the Lakers out the playoffs. That's because he couldn't make it to the to finals when Kobe was going to the finals. Yeah, and then Kobe couldn't make it when he when he was going back. But yeah, I can't wait though, man. It's gonna be good. Rudy Gay to the Spurs is gonna be awesome. I think Gordon Hayward—he'll be a well. I would say he'd be a starter in the All-Stars, but Boston will get behind him and, and you know, help get them. Get, he'll be an All-Star, but I think it's possible he could be a starting guard in the All-Star game. I really think he can. He's that To me, he's that good. Who's going to compete with him in the East for that starting spot? I mean, the way they do it now, I mean, Isaiah Thomas, Dwayne Wade. No, they're not. I'm gonna, just saying. Um, it's not a popularity vote as much as it used to be, the way they have it. Now, the fans get less of the vote. So I can't see Dwayne Wade getting up there in votes. Was Isaiah Thomas was a starting guard this year, right? Yeah, yeah. In the, in the All-Star game? Who was the other starting guard? I don't remember. I have no idea. Yeah, I, didn't, I, didn't, I have no the, clue. The NBA All-Star game is not like the best All-Star game, which is the MLB All-Star game. I know you don't agree oh, with that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't agree with that. But So and the MLB has the best playoffs. As the best all-star game. And the home run derby is better than the slam dunk contest. You're out of your mind. It is. You're out of your it mind. Is. It is. I'm telling you right now. That what, what is the best dunk contest you've ever seen NBA? Me, Jordan, Dominic. What's, what's yours? Well, I'm biased. Mine was the one I saw in person. It was actually here in uh, in Houston, 2006. Okay. That that was my favorite one. But I, I'm, 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 guilt, I'm biased. Uh, so there's no way that the best dunk contest – fall short to the best home run derby. I didn't say the best ever. I'm just saying right now, do, do you even remember who won the Sam Dunk contest this year? 
Wasn't Levine or one of those guys? <laughs> what is exactly? <laughs> I don't know. Who won, cares I don't know who won the home run derby. It's either. going on. It's going on Monday. So that's and why I you don't know that. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, man. It's just um, you don't you don't give us enough credit, man. Baseball, we're gonna take over, man. We're gonna the take Astros over. are taking over. They are. That I'm 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 almost wore Astros gear again, but I would have <laughs> broke my streak of wearing different stuff. <laughs> Uh, I'm really excited about the Astros. My Braves making a comeback. Uh, it's going to be good. I mean, this is a we're in for a treat here in Houston. The Astros they're going to do well. The Rockets should do better. The only disappointing team in this town is the Texans. That's the only thing that's going to let Houston down. Everybody else will be playoff teams except for the Texans, which is sad. We have to make a bet on that. <laughs> we have to. I'm just I'm just saying we could do that. We could do that for sure. Uh, this year, hold on. One, this year, the starting guards were, duh, Kyrie Irving. Oh, duh, yeah. And Demar Derozan. Oh, Demar Derozan. Did you hear what he did the other day? Today, Derozan. Yeah, no. He, he was in some, um, some game, and he threw a basketball at a ref, and what? cussed him out for some reason. I don't know. He did something. Demar like that. Derozan. Demar did? Derozan. Yes. Oh, He's wow. like an undercover hothead or something. I, I didn't see know. that. He's from LA too. Yeah. So anyway. Lonzo Ball, Friday night. He goes 2 of 15 from the field, 111 from three-point range. His debut in the summer league. Then the next night, he has a triple-double. Mm-hmm. 11 points, 11 assists, 11 rebounds. Do we look into this, or is it just nothing? It's just summer league. No, I mean, I think you look into it. Um, I really do think you look into it because – you know, my, my take on that were was pretty – I was disappointed after the first game. I, I really was. He played like crap, and it just wasn't I – I, I expected more out of him. He got a triple-double, but the dude is shooting 25% from the field, 12.5%, 13% from three-point range. So even though he got a triple-double, he was two for 15 one night. And then he was 5 for 13 the next night. From the three-point range, he was 1 for 11 one night, and then he was 1 for 5 the next night. Uh, so even though he got the triple-double, I mean, it wasn't impressive. I, if you just Have you watched any of them, any of his games? Not in the summer league, no. I mean, it was just like, I don't know what it is, but then I went back and watched his game against um, Kentucky. And the, I mean, like he's doing passes that you tell a high school kid not to do. And it works sometimes, but I mean, like his passes are like bounce passes. To, like he's jumping up, throwing the ball, and like if you're a spot of three point, it's like bouncing like two feet in front of you. You get and like it just doesn't make any sense. And I don't know if it's just a trajectory that's getting these passes through. I'm worried. I'm worried. And then, and then to top it all off, tonight they got the Kings and Darian Fox, and now he's hurt. He's not going to play. And I think that's a weak move by Magic Johnson. I think that he's already overstepping his boundaries in his role. Um, I don't know if you saw it when when Brandon Ingram went down, Magic gets up and just starts shaking his head and like, no, you're out, you're out. That's not what I need Magic Johnson to do. I need him to sit his butt in that box or sit his butt on the sidelines. I don't need – he's tried being a coach before, and it didn't work. Did it work. And so we don't need that from Magic Johnson. And Late I night host. Didn't yeah, work. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But he – I mean, people talk about Mark Cuban and Jerry Jones and all those owners that are like hands-on, and he's not even an owner, and he's doing that already. He like shut Brandon Ingram down for the, for the summer league. 
I mean, how's this kid going to get any better? And he could get hurt playing pickup basketball or doing whatever. But I just I don't like magic in that in that doing that. Like stay in your lane, and that's not his lane. Yeah, Lonzo Ball. You already know how I feel about Lonzo Ball. You do. And then all these stuff that he has going on around him, his father, magic, big distraction. Being in L.A., too many distractions. The kid has some talent. From what I saw in college, I haven't seen any of his summer league games. Twenty five percent. I don't need to see his summer league games. I really don't. I think it's people are overreacting to the first game. I really do. And they're overreacting towards a triple-double as well. I want to see him play NBA basketball against NBA players who are going to be there night in and night out. That's what I want to see. I think if he was with an organization like San Antonio, then I would give him a shot. I really would. I would even say that he might even be the next Jason Kidd or something like that. His shot's, his shot's way too ugly, man. Yeah, but Jason Kidd didn't have a shot either coming into no, the league. but his shot at is all. ugly. Have you seen Lonzo Ball's shot? I've seen it. I have. And that's part of the reason why I don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna make it in the league today. To be a point guard in the league today, you have to stretch the court with your shot. And if he can't do that, basically he is Rajon Rondo, Jason Kidd, players like that. That's that's who he will remind me of. I need, I want, I hope, I pray Lonzo Ball turns out as a good player. But what I've seen so far against the like for him to be as good as people say that he is or think that he is, I would expect him to dominate right now, and not necessarily just on the paint. He's not going to dominate though. But, but but I'm not talking about dominating the NBA. I want him to dominate against these rookies and and second year players for the most part. Other than Kendall Marshall, most of them are. But I want to see him doing well against them. He's not, and it's frustrating because I I mean if you if you're really that good, you're really really that good. I mean, I don't need you to shoot 60%. I don't even need you to shoot 50% from the field. But give me 25%? Mm Mm-mm. It's just two games, though. It's just two games. So your number should be higher. Yeah, but it's still just just two games. I think people are overreacting over two games. And he's got a groin injury. People are overreacting. Okay. I hope I'm overreacting. I can't say anything about this kid until I see him play true NBA basketball. I'm not talking about preseason, summer league, playground, none of that. So you're giving him a bye until he plays an NBA exactly, game. Exactly. Exactly. I'll give him a bye until so then. I, I'm, I'm going to try and do the same thing because I want him to succeed. I need him. As a Laker fan, you see, you didn't even comment on my hat today. I don't want to say anything about today. <laughs> <laughs> I need him. I want him. I'm, I really want him to succeed. I really do. But I'm not impressed so far. I'm not. But I can tell you a couple things. Jason Tatum from the Celtics. Woo. I mean, that kid, and it's not because I'm a Duke fan. That kid looks great right now. Markel Fultz, I know he got hurt and he didn't get he a chance hurt. to play last yeah. night. But he was looking good. Oh, my goodness. He was looking I'm good. Like, wow. <laughs> he was looking good. It's scary. Like, it's like, but Lonzo Ball, and again, I chalked it up to nerves. I think this kid's nervous. I think his dad put a lot of pressure on him. When I Bryce do too. Johnson dunked on him, he said he didn't mean to talk trash to Lonzo Ball. I feel like he had something to prove. Lonzo Ball was just having to be in the line of fire. And, I mean, defensively, not impressed. Yeah, but see, that's that's the kind of stuff that's going to happen to Lonzo Ball because of the pressure that his father has put on him. Anytime anybody does anything against Lonzo Ball, it's going to be known about. Yeah. He's getting more publicity than Fultz is. And Fultz was a number one overall player drafted. Yeah, and that kid can play. And he can play. Can but play. the talk... Next year, 
as far as rookies are concerned, it's going to be Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, Lonzo Ball because the added pressure that's put on him. Yeah. You know, and I and I made my predictions that Josh Jackson would win win rookie of the year. I'm a, I take that back. <laughs> I take that back. There was a lot more talent in this draft than I thought. And I know they're only playing against each other. Right. right. But I think they I think we're in for a treat. And I think I think the NBA is in good hands when these older players retire and walk away. I think these kids, I think we have some stars in the making. I just hope that we could say that about Lonzo Ball this time next summer. I hope that. I really do. But I'm not I'm not gonna hold my breath. If anything, I think Lonzo Ball, he may be a late bloomer. I, I just cannot see him being disciplined enough to get all the distractions around him out of there. He's in trouble to me. I really do feel that way. I, I just he has a lot on his shoulders for nothing. Yeah. Honestly. Like he hasn't even done anything. Nope. And there's all this added pressure going into it. And then, you know, Faults, he has a lot of tools around him. I think he's in a great position. No one's really talking about him. You know, he got hurt and no one really mentioned it. Right, right. No, no one really said anything. Court. Yeah, <laughs> carried off the court. Yeah. No one really said anything about it. Yeah. But Lonzo Ball, he has a, a terrible game and then a, a bounce back game. That's all you hear about. Yeah. They were, I didn't re- UCLA was the 10th seed. He was mm-hmm. the 10th seed in the NCAA tournament. And number two pick in the draft, and he's got all this buzz. So his father knew what he was doing. Uh, recently, I read an article about them comparing him to the Kardashians, so that kind of was insulting to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm rooting for Alonzo, man. So hopefully he can hopefully he can turn it around. But like you said, this uh, he could be the MVP of the summer league, and people would see like he still hasn't played against the best. So I just think that for those elite players, when they play in the summer league, most of them. They at least they shine. They set themselves apart from everybody else. You can say, okay, yeah, this is why this right, game after that. Way. Right, right. I don't see that with yeah. You right I, I, you know, I haven't watched any of the games, obviously, and I already mentioned that. But based on what I've heard, he has not set himself apart. There, there have been many, many, many number two draft picks before him. They have not done the same thing, but there has never, ever since LeBron been this much talk about a draft pick. I mean, Lonzo Ball this, Lonzo Ball that. And the, the, the biggest challenge for him is, is he going to be able to handle all the pressure? That's going to, Especially with the bright lights in L.A., yeah. that's going to be the... It's one thing to have the bright lights in L.A. and you're coming from Utah or Houston. And it's another thing to handle the bright lights from L.A. when you're from L.A. Right. Well, the crazy part is the person that they're still considering to bring in to mentor him is Rajon Rondo. Uh, so, I mean, I know he's got, I think he's got a lot that he could help him with, but that work ethic and uh, this might be something that could, one, revamp Rajon Rondo's career, pick up where he left off before he got hurt. Uh, but because they have a similar style of game, it might help Lonzo Ball. So uh, I'll take I'll take Rajon Rondo right now uh, to help him. He needs to fix that shot. That shot is bad. The that shot, shot is really bad. The shot is what's going to separate him. If anything's going to separate him, it's that shot. If he can get, because Rajon Rondo had never no. was able to get a consistent outside shot. Right. And even when he was with Boston, everybody was saying if he can develop an outside shot consistently, that would set him apart from the other point guards in the league. But he was never able to do that. Yeah. If Lonzo Ball was not able to do that, he's just going to be, personally to me, just any other point guard in the league. Man, I know you said you haven't seen it. Teams are going completely under the screens with him. 
I mean, I'm talking about like they're giving him the yeah, shot. That's what I heard from yeah. the first game, they're especially going, the first game. They're going completely under the screens and like they're just going to give him that shot. So until he can prove that he can make those shots, we're going to have a problem. Uh, but again, it's two games in the summer league. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see why my man is sitting out tonight. That's just that's a, that's magic, John. It's magic being magic and not wanting to ruin the confidence. Because I think he has a confidence issue right now. Why do you think? Why do you think it's so hard for players like Lonzo, who have the mentality of passing first? Why do you think it's so hard for him to develop uh, an outside shot? You look at Jason Kidd; he didn't really have an outside shot until later on in his career when he was with the Dallas Mavericks. Well, I think sometimes pride gets in the way. I mean, at some point, man, these guys are going to keep leaving me open, and I've got to make a shot eventually. Harrison Barnes did it with the Warriors. Like, I know he's not on the same level as these other guys, but. Unless you do it, you think about these pass first, flashy type players. I mean, you could do a great no look pass and get on Sports Center faster than you will by hitting a three, a wide open three pointer. Unless you're Steph Curry. Unless you're Steph Curry, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think that's just what got them the looks, and that's what gets the oohs and the ahs and stuff like that from the crowd. So I think these guys now are working on that more than what they're working on these shots because. I mean, I, I refuse to believe that as good as he is. I mean, I know everybody's shots a bit different, but. To, for him to be able to still shoot like that and be as good as he is, that's great. But it's a different length of the three-pointer. It's a different pace of the game. Um, and I think he even mentioned after he finished, like, man, this game was fast. It was really fast. And this wasn't the best of the best. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be different. He was playing with you know, other rookies and second-year players. He's not even playing with the LeBrons and the Chris yeah. Pauls and the James Hardens. So I think somebody's going to have to take him. Work on that shot, alter it a little bit. Um, I know they were comparing it to like Jim Furyk's swing. You know, his his backswing isn't very great, but how he finishes is great. And Lonzo Ball, when they showed it, like where he starts at across his face on his other shoulder, that's one thing. But when he finishes it, the release looks, you know, from to be around the right spot. But it's just, I mean, I don't know what types of problems it's going to cause him in the NBA. And he's not off to a great start, but hopefully, hopefully, he gets to be around some more of these veterans. And when they bring those veterans in and he gets comfortable playing, I think it's going to take, you know, probably about a month or so before we get a chance to do it. I just hope that as a Laker fan, we didn't mess up. I think, but I mean, we passed up some pretty good talent to take this kid. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully magic knows what he's doing. The only thing magic knows is business. <laughs> for the most part. That's true. <laughs> so he's I don't, damn good at that. Too. He's really good at that. But anything else? Mm, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I, I'm scared. I'm I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. But it's Laker Nation. We'll be back. Yeah, maybe in our 30, 40 years. No. Mm. Lonzo Ball's gonna set y'all back about thirty or forty. No, years. man. Danny Granger even came out and said, you know, LA's gonna be in play for Paul George no matter what they do in OKC. We know LeBron's leaving Cleveland. I'm going to speak that into existence. Uh, wow, how crazy would that be, LeBron coming over to the West? Ooh-wee. Like, what are we going to do over here in the West? Like, it's going to be ridiculous. Sellouts every week, every night. If, if LeBron comes to the West, though, honestly, it's not going to be as easy for the Warriors to make it to the championship. Because they have to, each round is going to be harder and harder. It's one thing the way it is now. They might go to the, the finals and just be done. <laughs> 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 to where anybody coming out of the East might have an opportunity to actually win. Just to surprise them, take right. them lightly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The Western Conference Finals will truly be the NBA Finals. That's what it should be. Right. Uh, but if they keep doing this, I wouldn't be surprised if the NBA decides, you know what, let's just get the top 16 teams in here. 
Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. Let's play everybody evenly and then get the top 16 teams and let's just roll. It'd be 14 out of 16 from the West. Okay, yeah. maybe 13. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. And we talked about this a little while a little while ago about you know teams coming West and the possibility of LeBron doing it. That team in Minnesota, mm-hmm. watch out, man. No, no, I agree. I really do agree. There's so many teams in the West, bro. It's not fair. It's just not. Yeah. You know, the Clippers are still going to be, they're going to be okay still. They are going to be good. You know, so I mean, from number one to number eight, if Davis and Cousins can actually find a way to play together, I mean, they have an advantage that no other team in the league has. The best front court in the league by far. It's not even close. There's not another front court like that. And if they can find a way to play together, oh my goodness. Yeah. That's trouble. I think teams I think there's one there's probably one playoff spot open in the Western Conference right now. Just one. Mm-hmm. And it's it's July. I think the Warriors, Spurs, Thunder, Rockets, Timberwolves, probably the Clippers. The Clippers. Yeah. Portland's gonna be Portland, there. Portland the Portland's seven be there. and then that eighth spot. I mean, that's it. New Orleans. You didn't name New Orleans. No. Well, yeah, that would be that. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be rough. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's going to be killer. Yeah. That's just, I mean, and that's just, it's July. And we and oh. you could pretty much say that. So teams like Dallas, Utah, um, Sacramento got better. Um, they're going to be better than what they were before um, with their signings. It's going to be interesting, man. I don't I, see any of those teams doing anything. Dallas, Sacramento, Utah, they're they're done. They they can't compete with other teams to me. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Every year, I think Portland's going to fall off a little bit, but they find a way to make it up there to the, yeah. the fifth succeed. Yeah. Well, really their backcourt is just ridiculous. Yeah, it Those is. two together. Yeah, yeah. It's just they. You know, their game kind of reminds me a lot of my game. That's how I am. I'm I'm nice, like literally on the court. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell that BS from your mic to mine. <laughs> Uh, you want to talk a little NFL today? Yeah, man, how can we not? I know I'm tr- I'm trying to stave off the NFL talk. Yeah, I've been wearing NFL hats. It's, it's, it is what July, but I'm ready. I'm too ready for the NFL. You and me both. I, I can't wait for the Texans to start off five and zero, and I can see the look on your face. Anybody out there listening? This is why I do the podcast to see the look on Trey's face when the Texans. First of all, start off five and zero, and they finish the season, let's say eleven and five, twelve and four, somewhere around that range. Mm-hmm. Too low. Don't throw up on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> then they have a buy in the playoff. They go to the Super Bowl. Let's just let's just make it fair. All Texas Super Bowl. Texans. Oh, now you're trying to get Texans me. and the now Cowboys. That would be amazing. Would've it would be better amazing. last year, but it would have been better last year. But neither of our teams could could pull it off. Yeah. Can you imagine though an all Texas Super Bowl. That would be crazy. Wow. That would be crazy. The only thing that would be, it would come close to matching that would be like a Cowboys Patriots Super Bowl. That would be the only thing I think that would sell more tickets. If the Cowboys and Texans. Green Bay, Green Bay and the Patriots would sell a lot of tickets. I don't know which one would sell more, but it would be on that level. Yeah. Yeah, You have Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. It's been a while since we had like a really good quarterback matchup. Nothing against Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. Nothing against Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan versus Tom Brady was great, but he's not a, as a marquee name as Aaron Rodgers is. Right. And he was MVP, but nothing against Matt Ryan. Right. I think that, one, 
I mean, for the Texans, I some of that I say in jest, but the Texans are going to be the Texans are going to be good. Like you said, I hate the old cliche that defense wins championships because I'm an offensive player. So I like to think that you know the the Patriots defense they had something to do with it. And they finally decided to get some stops, but. Tom Brady and that receiving corner yeah, offensive line. They that won that Super Bowl. won the game. Yeah, that won that Super Bowl. And the Atlanta offense lost the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think what we saw last year was just a taste of what we're in for this year. I think with the moves that teams made, when you get – I mean, people are dogging Golden State, but we forget that the Patriots reloaded. They reloaded. And they won that Super Bowl without Rob Gronkowski. And they played that well. And then you add a threat like Brandon Cooks, who will probably be the fastest receiver Tom Brady's ever had, ever, ever, ever had. That's gonna, I'm not, I'm not going to poop on Randy Moss like that. Well, demand extra coverage. He's going <laughs> to demand extra coverage. Well, the thing is with Randy Moss didn't have Julian Edelman. He didn't have Danny Amendola. He didn't have Rob Gunkowski. When you have Brandon Cooks out there with the team that they're going to have right now, this is ridiculous. Um, I don't get it. Who's their running back? Nair. Who cares? Yeah, just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think I, I could be back there. Really I don't bad. know that. I don't know that that matters. Of who's going to run the ball? For, I don't know for sure if they even know who's going to run the ball for them. They trust me. They don't care. Well, they <laughs> they don't care because their running game has never really just been that important anyway. Well, they lost Legarrette Blunt. They did. So that's going that's going to hurt them some. But they need to. They they're going to have to run the ball eventually to run out the clock <laughs> because they're going to be up thirty points. I mean, I think they're going to continue to pass the ball. I think they're going to have more. Yeah, they're going to have <laughs> they're going to have more. Point, I think they're going to set a points record. I really think they're going to set a points record. So you think this team has a potential to go undefeated? Yeah. Yep. Think, I really. So you do. think they're going to be better than that that team with uh, Tom Brady and Randy Moss? I forgot what year that was. They went undefeated. What year was and that? lost uh, and lost to the, the Giants. That was the catch. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I forgot what year that was. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember. But they do. Like. They absolutely do have the potential to be better than that team. We, I, I'm. St- I still can't believe the Saints traded Cooks. Yeah, that wasn't. Some of the some of the moves the Saints have made in the past couple of years have been questionable. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I mean, the pickup of Adrian Peterson helps. But I think Gillisley will be the starting running back in 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 New England. The and he helped with a lot when. Sean McCoy went down in Buffalo this past year, uh, but he's also got to be able to stay healthy. Um, they might keep Deion Lewis on the roster, but yeah, other than that, James White. So they got people, but you're oh, talking- if Deion Lewis can come back and pick up where he left off the year before he got hurt, right? Then whoa, fantasy guru right there. Yeah, he made me seem like I knew exactly what I was doing. Wow, he was a beast the yeah. year before last. But you 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 mentioned the Saints. Watch out. You Watch think out. so? Oh my goodness! Their defense is still garbage. They're, they're not going to do anything with that defense. What do you do if if Adrian Peterson can play half as good as he did before? Well, how how much better is their offense going to be though? With Adrian Peterson, their offense has always been good. Yeah, but when you but but when you knew you were going, that's to, almost like adding Adrian Peterson to the New England Patriots. They're still going to be good. But that's different. The difference, the scheme is going to be different because right now with the running game that they had with Mark Ingram. Um and in re- in recent years like Pierre Thomas and stuff like that, you knew or Chris Ivory when they had him too, you knew that they were going to throw the ball forty five times a game. So you could sit back in a softer zone coverage or nickel coverage or something like that because you knew second and ten they're throwing the ball right now with Adrian Peterson in the backfield, you're going to have to bring somebody up. You're going to have to bring somebody up, and there's going to have to be another person in that box because if not, 
I think Adrian Peterson will take. He's going to take off on you, and I would not be surprised. I don't know if he could if he's eligible for the comeback player of the year or the most improved player over last year, or if that's even a slap in the face for somebody like him. But I expect to see him be a Pro Bowl type player and make a huge difference. A, a huge difference um, in football this year. Okay, when Drew Brees together, that's going to yeah. be trouble. Michael yeah, I, Thomas, I mean, like they, those kids, those kids are they're gonna be ready to play. Yeah, I, I think it will help Adrian Peterson a lot. Back in Minnesota, he was the vocal point of that offense. Like everything ran through him. Now everything's run through Drew Brees and that passing attack, and it's gonna leave wide open holes for Adrian yeah. Peterson. Yeah, and the screen game should help out a lot. Yeah, um, you know, getting in the getting the ball out of the backfield is gonna help. And also, he's not going to have to carry the load all the time. He's going to have Mark Ingram there. Um, and, you know, he's not going to have to be a 30-carry or 25-carry back. And I think that's going to help out a lot. So I'm excited. I'm really excited about the NFL. I'm, I'm really excited about the Cowboys, but I talk about them enough. Yes, uh, you do. <laughs> but the we're – man, we're in for a tra- – training camp cannot get started fast enough for me because, one, I want to get my fantasy lineup in order. Uh, and I'm coming after you, by the way. But I also just want to see. I want to all see, say that. I think we're going to see a, a record for like the most points scored. I've, I feel sorry for defenses right now. This would not be the time to be a defensive coordinator in football because teams are just way too explosive, way too explosive. And the way that, you know, the rules are set up now to kind of like basketball, uh, with, you know, with the, the coverage rules and the contact and not being able to hit, you know, I think that's going to that's going to cause a lot more scoring. And I, I love scoring. No, I, I agree. I absolutely love it. And it is not just like all the teams are built the same. All the teams can do it and do it in multiple ways. Yeah. You have the Patriots who could do it passing the ball. Then you have a team like the Titans who have a mobile quarterback back there who can pass the ball around. I mean, it, it's very, very hard to play defense in the NFL today. It just yeah. is. You have to have a game plan, a different game plan every week yeah. for these different players. Then you look at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's a very explosive offense as well. They have arguably the best running back back there as well. His his style of running the ball reminds me of how I run the ball too. Really? <laughs> <laughs> No, they they oh, they're good, but you know one thing I can promise you, the most competitive division in football will be the best division in football, and it'll be the NFC East. I think those teams are going to beat each other down. Don't even give me that. Don't What are don't you even, talking about? The NFC East. The NFC East will be the most competitive division in football. Why? The, think about How? it. The Redskins are going to be the Redskins are going to get Redskins people The Redskins have no defense either. Kirk Cousins lost what? He lost Jackson do you lose Garcon as well? It doesn't matter. You're, are you talking about? Are you, are you trying? Okay, so I said competitive. Philadelphia. What are they going to do? It's going to. I said they're going to be competitive. They're going to be competitive. They're always. It's the best division in football by far. It is the I gotta most. Think, I got to think about that one. It's the most competitive division in football. Your division, the AFC South, is the, trash. The AFC South might be the most competitive division in football. Why? Because the winner's going to go eight and eight. Well, it's still competitive. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the record is. They might be the most competitive. No, I don't division think so. the, all football. their teams aren't that bad. The the I, I really think the the Texans and the Colts. The will, Titans are going to be good. Uh, that yeah, is the will, team that will. scares me. No, I am serious. The Titans scare the living crap out of me. They scare me more than Andrew Luck and the Colts. That's why I do say 
the AFC South might be the best division in football. No way. They might be. No, maybe. No, I mean the most competitive. I'm sorry. Okay, no, competitive. Most, I, I can give you that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The best division. The most, like, the most competitive. The Titans scared the crap out of me. They're going to be good. The, no, they're going to be Decker, They're going to be real Decker good. Sign, signing gun helped him out a lot, too. Gave him another weapon that he mm-hmm. hasn't had in the past. Um, they're going to be good. I think, I mean, in general, football, Marshawn Lynch, you know, going to the Raiders. The Raiders. That's going to that's gonna help them out a lot. I mean, that's going to be a lot. Uh, but we just saw so much movement from um, from teams throughout the summer. I think that's what's going to make a difference. And or I shouldn't say the summer, the off season. I think that's what's going to make the difference. But I have not. Okay, maybe there has maybe there has been this much. I just don't recall seeing this many names move. You know, from team to team or conference to conference, like I have this year. I mean, I mm-hmm. think again. I don't know if it's exposure. I don't know if it's just um, – I don't know what it is. But just like basketball, NFL saw not necessarily these huge names leaving, but people picking up and moving and You're going. You're just more aware of it because of fantasy football. Probably. That's probably what yeah, it is. Yeah, probably. And it's not just you that's aware of it. It's everybody's aware of it. Everybody plays fantasy football. Yeah. Men, women, children, they all play fantasy football. So when someone's getting moved around, they're aware of it. Yeah, that you might be right about that. Uh, and I guess – and I pay attention to fantasy football only because of how great I am. And okay. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> that, that, Here we go. That's, that's what I. Uh, that's I what, cannot wait for football season. No, you probably should for wait for all these reasons. You should probably wait. Once but, I win my third fantasy football championship, and the Texans go on to the playoffs and have a better playoff performance than the Cowboys, I could probably die after that. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that is not gonna happen. You're crazy. You're crazy. But I'm 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 gonna put it on record though. Oh wow! Finally, no, no, no. I want to put it. I want to ask you your opinion. Like I want today. What what is the Texans' record? Saying everything, everyone remains healthy. What's their record? Seriously, what's their record? Seriously, don't be a homer. Be honest. Hmm. They're at least ten and six. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. And that was seriousness. I think they're 10 and 6. Now, I, that might change later on. Okay. But I think right now they're 10 and 6. Especially if they figure out that Deshaun Watson should be the starting quarterback right away. Okay. If they let Tom Savage go in there and muck everything up early, then quite possibly not. Wow. Okay. 10 and 6. We're going to mark the tape. That's that. It's it's July. Okay. 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 <laughs> Actually, you get in September. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I actually would get before the season starts because I want it on. I want it on record. I What's the Cowboys' record? record? Don't say no sixteen and zero. The Cowboys. No, the Cowboys will go twelve and four. Mm. We'll go twelve and four, even with the toughest schedule in the NFL. Mm. We'll, <laughs> we'll go twelve and four, mm-hmm. easy, and that that might that'll probably be good enough to get us a first round bye. I hope they go twelve and four. I hope they go thirteen and three. That would be great, and then just lose the first second round of the playoffs. Don't be a hater all your life, <laughs> oh, and you don't be a hater. We're gonna be, we're gonna be good, and and I'm just telling you right now, we will. Right, what's today? Today's the tenth, July tenth. Tenth, yeah. The Dallas Cowboys will play in the NFC Championship game. Guaranteed. Okay. Write it down. Take a picture. Okay. <laughs> if I'm you just, say so. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. 
So um, it is what it is. Just say so you hit. You heard it here first. Okay. You heard it here first. We're gonna be. We're back, baby. Oh, this back baby stuff. We're back. I'm excited. I'm. I'm, I'm just. This is just. This is too much fun. And basketball took us this far because otherwise we'd be having withdrawals right now. So we've got <laughs> the baseball also game, home run derby, stuff like that. Um, but I mean, what do you do? What do you do with all like? You you should be worried about the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's what you should be no, worried I, about. No, I was going to mention them, but it seems like every year we talk about them being, they're going to take that next step, and they never do. So I'm not going to even talk about them until Brodels and all those guys can actually do something. Whoa. Because they, they, no. They stole your boy them. Bouye. They stole A.J. Bouye. A.J. Bouye is a great cornerback. And him. But if the- they had Deion Sanders back there, it was going to help their defense. Okay. Okay. Them signing him to go opposite of of Jalen Ramsey. Okay. I'm not afraid of them. I'm not. They got to show me something. Mm-hmm. What if I told you the Cowboys would play the Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game? I w- I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Jameis Winston. I'm I'm all about Jameis Winston next Deshaun year. Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans. Ooh, Mike Evans. I had Mike Evans on my fantasy football too. team last year. Ooh. <laughs> He was ridiculous. <laughs> I could take both. I'll take either one of them right now. I might draft both of them. I want Mike Evans again. I would definitely. Well, with the addition, well, still, it doesn't matter. Mike Evans is going to be a beast again. Yeah. He just is. Jameis Winston, I think, is going to be a beast too. He is. Yeah. I'll give you fantasy sleepers in another show, but Martellus Bennett in in Green Bay, mm-hmm. he's going to eat. Think so? That, oh my goodness, he's going to eat. He's going to eat. I don't know if it's, it's that big of a deal. Watch. Over there in Green Bay. Watch. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to eat. So I can't wait, man. I can't, I can't wait, wait. You see, I mean, Brandon Marshall going to the Giants, that's going to give people fits. I don't know about that. you got Odell Beckham and Brandon Marshall. What you going to do? If Eli can get his head out of his butt that's true. and throw the ball, that's maybe. True. But that's why, that's why I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. They're mm-hmm. going offensively, we're going to be good. And their defense. That's an all offense league right there. <laughs> it's, it's <gonna> be, <laughs> they have it's, no defense. They're probably going to score the most points every any division has ever you, scored. We're see a points record, but play. other than that, yeah, I don't good. see it being competitive. It's going to be good, man. So we're going to have to get some playoff predictions out here. The way too early playoff edition. I don't like doing those. They're always wrong. Just like your ten six for the Texans. <laughs> Just like you're twelve and four, twelve and four. Guarantee, write it down. Take bet it, bet okay. it, I'm bet not, it. Not losing the money over that. Hey, if you go to <laughs> Vegas anytime soon, just go bet that. If, that, if they have the over and under win for the uh, Lakers at eleven and a half, over. Not Lakers, uh, oh, Cowboys. There you go. Lakers too. Lakers might get over eleven wins. <laughs> they uh, might. Cowboys, they twelve might. and four. You said that right. <laughs> hey, I'm a I'm a realist. I'm a realist. Oh, thank you guys for listening to the show. Make sure you subscribe, leave comments. If you hate Trey, say you hate Trey on the comments. Cowboy Nation, we're back, baby. Laker Nation, we're back too. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the new Channel Sports Podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars. And don't forget to subscribe. Check out the podcast daily for sports news and scores. Thursdays for the take of the week. And every Tuesday and Saturday for discussions on hot sports topics.